0: Good evening, good morning, good afternoon. Welcome back to the No Limits Podcast with Rick. So we are now heading into episode six of today's podcast, and this is actually take two of this episode. You might have seen if you follow me on Instagram. I put this up on my story that uh, you know I thought you know it'd be a great idea. I'm currently in Tokyo at the moment, trying to enjoy my holiday as much as I can. And today I had to go out on a full day tour. It was basically eight to 10 hours depending on how the day flew. And I thought, you know what? I told myself that I'm going to do these podcasts on Sundays, but I'll do the right thing. I'll get ahead. I'll make sure I bring good energy. So I spent my Saturday night preparing and recording this podcast. And it was one of those feelings. It was like that feeling when you, you know, you do meal prep for the week ahead and you just sort of like sweet, like, you know, always going in the right direction, you know, prepared, I'm organized. I'm going to have a great week. But then what I had was doing that meal prep and then realizing you forgot to put it in the fridge and then your chicken's gone off overnight because this morning, Sunday, I went to upload the podcast and turns out this microphone, which I have a lot of anxiety right now that it's still not recording, was not recording and there was absolutely no sound. Um, So here we go again. Now, I have done, I think, 30,000, around 30,000 steps today, just over. And I'm extremely tired. And the last thing I want to be doing is this podcast, which I'm sure is super exciting for you listening in today. But one thing that I, you know, said was that I was going to start this podcast and I was going to keep consistently delivering videos on Sunday each week. And so much so that it literally got to the point before where I was making my cream of rice. So final meal at the end of the day, cream of rice over oats every single day. And I um, was making that cream of rice, uh, chocolate coconut protein, banana, mixed berries, dark chalk, cinnamon, bit of salt, unreal. You probably think it gets to the point, Rick. Um, so I was listening to a podcast and it was actually a podcast that I just opened up YouTube and I just clicked the first one that came through cause I liked the podcast host and the podcast was literally on procrastination. And one of the topics they actually covered in the, the podcast was one of the topics that I went through in my recording yesterday. So if that wasn't a sign that Rick, Just get the podcast done today. You're going to be fine, mate. Stick to your word. Here we are. So got off my ass and we're here to record today's podcast. But of course, I want this to be a super helpful, super informative podcast for you. But I thought I'd just keep it real that everything's gone against me for this podcast. So hopefully it doesn't flop and hopefully you get some really good takeaways from it. So in today's episode, I'm going to delve into six mindset tools to help maintain confidence, clarity, and progress, and mainly dealing with obstacles and challenges and resilience powering through things that uh roadblocks that are often put in our way. So oftentimes, you know, we can have the best nutrition plan, the best training plan. We can know all the facts, but Oftentimes, the one limiting factor that's always going to hold us back, time and time again, and me myself personally, 100% as well, is our mindset. And oftentimes, our mindset when things don't exactly go to plan. So you might have experienced this. You might be able to reflect on many things that have happened in your life. You feel like you're having a clear run. Everything's going well. You're just building this awesome momentum, and then one thing throws you off course, and all of a sudden, it just makes everything else seem like a Downer. And this is something that I used to really struggle with. Anytime I, you know, things were going my way, I would be like, sweet, like this is just gonna go forever. And you might be able to relate to this now. Um, I find that oftentimes if things are going too well for me at the moment, I almost get very nervous. It's like, okay, when's it coming? When's that obstacle? And I think, although like I'm having a bit of a joke about it, it's one of the strongest things that i think strongest traits that i can reflect on that's helped me with my consistency over the years and you know who's going to be better a better boxer the one who spends more time in the ring practicing or the one who spends all his time researching and never actually gets in the ring so i always like to think about facing these obstacles head on and of course having a tool belt that we can refer to to help overcome these obstacles more smoothly is something that I hope I can deliver in this podcast today. So with this, I'm hoping to begin, hoping to provide my apologies. I'm still very new to this. Six, six episodes in, we've had the mic issues and now I'm already stumbling on my words again. All right, here we go. So, perspective to bring into everyday life is a goal here. So I want to be able to provide some tools that you can potentially just have at your disposal. So one thing I wanted to cover that before I do begin is your current reality is a direct reflection of your past mindset, perspective, and habits. So what do I mean by that? So like basically where everything's at right now is not from because of what you did today it's a direct reflection of all the things you've done in the past. Now you can't change your past and focusing on things we can't control is just asking to burn yourself, burn yourself out, feel overwhelmed, lack confidence and really lack direction with where you want to go. Because at the end of the day, you're trying to control things you can't control and that results in looking backwards. Now, the positive with this is your future reality will be a result of what you can control today. So, what's in your control, and always focusing on the things that you know you are actually in control of? Now, I actually refer to stoicism a lot, and when I say I refer to, I just share a lot of this, them typical uh quotes on Instagram stories. And but this is still something that I highly, highly recommend looking into. Sto- Stoic philosophy, stoicism, it's basically like probably going to butcher it like emperor emperor's Roman times who were rulers, leaders. And it's just a philosophy that basically principle is resilience and managing the chaos of life. So if you find that you're feeling set every setbacks really holding you down for longer than you'd like, I'd highly recommend looking into stoicism or hopefully the points I deliver today. Are powerful enough that all you need is this podcast. Six episodes in getting very cocky now. Okay. So point number one, you can't always control what happens to you, but you can control how you feel about it and what you do about it. Now, this is a biggie. This is one that I think reflecting on, you know, some obstacles that have occurred in my life. Um, it's always enlightening when you realize that you still do have control during these times. Like, you know, you might've like, for example, plans all your nutrition and then not put it in the freezer or the fridge. And then your food's gone off What you can control is okay. I can make do with what I can at work. It doesn't necessarily mean, all right, well, fuck it. i got to go to KFC and, and get a Zinger stacker box because there's no other option that I can, I can work with you. Um, so you can flip it on its head. And I think no matter what happens in your life, if it feels like it's going against you, instead of thinking about like, oh, why me just think what is, what, what can I learn from this? What is this China with China teach me? For example, the other day, so I'm basically the person that, Anytime I book like a reservation somewhere, and this is classic, really, coming from someone who travels overseas quite frequently and has to change location with visas, but it's almost nine times out of 10 that if I book a reservation, and I hope someone else can relate to this here, I'll book the wrong date, the wrong time, and even the wrong year. I'll have a reservation for a Saturday at 7 p.m. And then I'll rock up and it'll be for a Thursday two months from now next year. And I don't know how I do it. So on my arrival to what, as I was going to my arrival to Japan, I cross-checked absolutely everything because I'm notorious for this. I basically had to fly to Malaysia on a whim because I was overstaying my stay in Indonesia book flights to Vietnam, but I didn't organize the visa that I had to organize because I was looking at a UK website not an Australian website to, to determine the visas. Um, so it's two o'clock in the morning. You're at Bangkok airport. You're completely ready for bed. Like I'm usually in bed by eight 9 more nine, but sometimes eight 30. I'm a bit of an old man and I rock up to the desk I've just spent two hours in line because Japan, there's a lot of people and there was a lot of people in the line. And basically I rocked up and found out that the PCR test that I got 72 hours prior to the, um, time of arrival actually was not based on the time. It was based on the day. So I thought I'd allowed enough time, but I actually didn't. So, I basically got 20 minutes until the boarding closes and the lady told me I my only option is to run to get my PCR test. So all I could think was here we go again. So I'm running around Bangkok Airport like a madman. Every time I ask one of the, the staff where to go, they just keep saying a gate number and I get there and it's not there. So then I arrive absolutely stressed out sweating like crazy already and um basically i was told when i got to the pcr test that the result takes half an hour so in that moment this story's gone somewhere i promise in that moment i was basically just like okay what can i control here so i had a couple deep breaths realized that okay worst case scenario I end up having to miss out on my trip to Japan. It is what it is. I'll just book my flight back home. I'll stay another night in Thailand and I'll just fly to Australia in the morning. And I also thought, okay, all right, that's the worst case scenario, but what, what else can I control? And I asked the the staff member and I t- explained my situation. I said, is there any way that we can get it quicker? He's like, we'll do everything we can. And somehow, somehow they've managed to get it done in 15 minutes. I run back, I'm running at the airport and literally the lady at the desk is like the last one there, this big airport waving me down to like run quicker. And like, I don't know, like if if I'm running, like you should probably run too, I'm not a runner. Like I'm a coach, I'm all for it. And I could probably, you know, I'm probably quick for a short duration of time, but if I'm running like, you should be very concerned. So I could imagine the sight of what I would have looked like that. So flip it on its head. You can't always control what happens to you. You can control how you feel about it and therefore you can also control what you do about it. Even if it means you don't need it to, to take action, you can just control how you feel about it and having a new perspective. So Number two, this is one that I was listening to on the procrastination podcast. I was procrastinating doing this podcast. So this is a mindset that I think you can flip on its head for absolutely anything that happens in your life. And something that I think if you're struggling with consistency or if you're struggling with motivation and you're dreading doing the things that you know are going to move you closer to where you want to go, that I highly, highly recommend writing this down somewhere, even if it's a note in your phone. And just like having a go at a few examples yourself and then seeing what else that you could potentially deploy this with. So this is the I have to mindset versus the I get to mindset. So what do I mean by this? So just say, for example, that you recently, you know, you're not happy with the the way you look. You've realized that you put on a bit of extra body fat over the Christmas, New Year's period. You're really struggling to get your your momentum back. Um, You look in the mirror you're not confident. You're not happy with what you see. So you decide that, okay, I'm going to make a change here and I'm going to go to the gym more frequently and I'm going to track my nutrition. And then it gets a couple of weeks in and you're sick of logging through MyFitnessPal. You're sick of logging your nutrition. And you, you, because you constantly say to yourself, oh, I have to log my food. But instead, you could flip that on its head. You could say, I get the opportunity to learn more about my nutrition. I get the opportunity to get control and knowledge over what's going to dictate progress moving forward for me. I get to learn what not many people get to learn. And I don't have to worry about going on crazy, restrictive goddamn keto diets and thinking bloody supplements like oxystrate are going to solve all my life issues because I don't actually understand nutrition. I get the opportunity to get leaner. I get the opportunity to get healthier. I get the opportunity to take control. So you could flip this on its head with anything. I have to go to the gym. I get to get stronger. I get to see myself progress. Um, you know, I have to meal prep my food. I get the peace of mind that I have clarity going into the week ahead. I get the peace of mind that I'm organized and then it's another step forward in the right direction and reinforcing of the identity that I want to be. I want to live. So that's a good one. I think hopefully I put it on the list. So, of course I think it's a good one. <laughs> I have to mindset versus I get to mindset. Okay, so number three. Always reflecting on the bigger picture. Is this moving you closer or further from where you want to pick want to be? So anytime you get faced with an obstacle and you're stressing out about it, you know, is that going to move you closer to where you actually want to go? Or is that going to potentially just make you spin your wheels, burn yourself out, waste energy? and potentially push you further away from where you truly want to be. So is this moving me closer or further from where I want to be? So anytime you're faced with an obstacle and you're about to come up with a decision that's potentially emotionally driven, that, you know, this might be, for example, that getting caught without your dinner whatever your, your meal prep and you end up getting into that mindset where you might be like, fuck it. I'm going to go to KFC and it's like, is that going to, if you're going with the goal to absolutely send it a KFC, you know, is that going to move you closer or further from where you truly want to be? And then having a moment to reflect on that, usually just stopping yourself in your tracks, you're going to come to a more clearer decision. And that's often what these little cues are just little stops in the road to potentially keep you on the right path with more clarity, moving in the right direction or where you want to be, of course. Uh, So number four, now I experience this every single morning. Now this is one that I mentioned on a podcast, the first ever podcast I did with the team at Linestone physiques. And this is one that I try to think about every single day in my life. So short term, hard, long term, easy, long term, short term, easy, long term, hard, short term, hard, long term, easy. I'm not even going to lie. Uh, so basically I've got these noted down and the charger port on the wall really is not in a good way. It looks like the charger ports about to fall out. Now, as I was about to say what the next point is, I realized that the charger isn't put in. So I just tried to like push it together with my foot uh, because all I could think about is imagine I do this podcast again and I realize that my laptop dies or the mic dies. So I do apologize for that. So short term easy, long term hard, short term hard, long term easy. Now, cold showers. Every morning, especially in Tokyo where it's about, out four degrees in the morning, I get there in the morning and I'm just like, I'm standing at the shower and every single morning, I have the thought that comes into my head. Just have a warm shower today, Rick, just put it on warm. You'll be cruising. You'll be super comfy. You know what? Just do the cold shower after the warm shower. Do the, do the warm shower first. Don't, don't just start with the cold shower every morning without fail, I have to deal with this. And regardless, one thing I heard from, um, David Goggins, actually, he mentioned this whenever you're faced with a tough time, basically override the system and say, this is just what we do. And I more often than not in the morning, that's what I have to do. I just shut down that inner bitch voice. We all have it. And I just say, this is just what we do. So the short term, it's very hard. The initial getting in there, you do that gasp and you shake around and dance like you're at stereosonic, but then eventually you calm down and you have, or I personally have a lot better days when I have cold showers because the benefits in regards to the big dopamine rush that I get, And I think the sense of doing something very challenging first thing in the morning really does set the tone for the day to overcome any obstacles. this is something that I find now I say this in a position where I'm not doing a martial arts currently because I have shifted more of my emphasis towards my muscle building goals at the moment. And I really want to make the most of that and martial arts as much as I love it, as much as if you listen to my podcast and my story got me into the whole gym scene altogether, this is where martial arts is a game changer because if you've ever considered it, I highly recommend it because if there's anything that goes wrong in your day and you've been doing say Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, for example, and the night before on the mats, you were basically getting choked out by a 50 kilo female when you're, at the time I was about, I was 90, I was 90, about 93 kilos at the time when I was doing Jiu-Jitsu and I was tapping to 50 kilo killers and not that it matters if her weight or that it was a female, it's just a big example that You know, never underestimate the obstacles that are going to come your way. And those obstacles are actually going to make things more bearable later on in in the day. So martial arts, highly recommend it. So what's something that's potentially occurring in your life that on the short term is super easy, but is making things more challenging for you. I would identify them and try your best to eradicate them or just lessen the severity of them as much as you can. And what's some things that you could do that potentially are uncomfortable in the short term, but you know, 100% you feel a lot better from doing them. This could even come down to like, if you've set a goal that you want to stop drinking or you want to reduce your alcohol intake. Now, this is a podcast that if you'd like me to cover, I would be more than happy to go into detail and I think that's something I'd be pretty passionate to talk about my, my journey and why I actually stopped drinking alcohol. But this is a key example here. It's like short term, what's easy, you know, going out as you normally would, even though you said you might want to reduce it drinking as you normally would, you know, but then what's the long-term ramification. Now this isn't saying that there's anything wrong with alcohol. This is just saying if you've set a goal to potentially stop or remove it now, the ramifications from that, if that's even the right word, is you feel hungover on the Sunday, you know, breaks your momentum. Your probably nutrition goes to shit because you just want to lie in bed and watch Netflix all day. Your training leading into probably about Wednesday is gonna suffer. You're gonna probably just feel like you just get a feel for things on Wednesday. And then it's over the long run, you've broken that momentum that you potentially would have had you've the short-term sacrifice of everyone else is out on a Saturday. You know, I'm not drinking with the the crew that I usually drink with, but then in the long-term what you might find is that you learn a lot about yourself. You might find that you actually really thoroughly enjoy your Sunday mornings feeling fresh. You might find that with this new sense of clarity and confidence that you, are more confident in social situations, your training gets so much better that you end up entering in a competition for, you know, a bodybuilding competition or a martial arts competition, whatever it is. And I think that is a big one. So, short term easy, long term hard, short term hard, long term easy. I got to write that down. So, number five. Set big goals, but focus more on what's just outside of your comfort zone. This is one that I see time and time again, I can relate to, and I'm sure you can relate to as well. So this is probably a good time of year to bring this one up. Not that it's really one that I hear too much about anymore, um, but New Year's resolutions. How many times have we heard of people We've got this coworker that's you know, always on a diet, or we got a family member, that every New Year's, they're just like, all right, that's it. This year, I'm never eating a carb again. I'm taking all the supplements. I'm going to train six days a week, and I'm never drinking alcohol again. But their current lifestyle is drinks almost three to four times a week, all year. Hasn't stepped in the gym for three years, um, hasn't eaten anything of high quality nutrition, except for a Subway sandwich where there was a little bit of lettuce on the bread. Um, and all of a sudden they've just jumped in the deep end. Now they might get a good start. You know, they might get a couple of weeks in and realize, oh, wow, like I'm getting this progress and there definitely is some validity to that. But is it sustainable? And what happens more often than not, they lose their confidence. That obstacle comes their way. And because they're so far from their previous habits, they're so outside of their comfort zone, they just revert back to where they were. And they feel like they're just at square one all over again. The uh, diets don't work for me. And before you know it, they're just back to their old ways. Versus potentially just saying, okay, where am I currently at? Now, what am I realistically capable of doing right now? Cool. What is a little bit out of my comfort zone? What's a little bit more challenging than that, that I could potentially move myself, move over that barrier a bit more. And then think about if this is you and you would form in these habits, the compounding interest and the confidence you would experience from this. And over time, ta- over time, the compounding effect is the, the saying is like the eighth wonder of the world, because it's little things, the little insignificant things that we don't notice across the day, the little decisions, the, the little bitch voice that comes into our minds all the time, which I know you have it too, that always it's human nature that always wants to take the easy path that always wants to make things, you know, as smooth sailing as possible and, stay in the comfort zone, but it's all the little decisions to push out of your comfort zone that results in great progress and a great life. So that's one I always like to think about. So set big goals, but focus more on what's just outside of your comfort zone and just focus on chipping away at that. And you'll likely find that, you know, you're not going to notice much now. You're not going to notice much in a few weeks time, not even a few months, months time, not even in a year or two. But if you just focus on that, you'll actually enjoy the process a lot more rather than just jumping in the deep end and thinking that willpower and discipline is going to be the thing that's going to get you through. So start with where you're at, focus on small actionable things and over time the compound interest will result in amazing progress. So point number six, now this is one that I heard a lot on job sites back in the day when I was a roof plumber and bringing in the Bogan vibes to finish off here. So this one, you'll be right, mate. Now, what do I mean by this? So this is also known as every obstacle is an opportunity to learn and grow. You've overcome every challenge you face so far. Evidence is in your favor. So you'll be right you will be right. And if you really think about it, everything that's ever gone wrong in your life so far, you've got through because you're here today and you're listening to this podcast. And it's something that I think is a very, very useful tool and mindset to keep in mind for future whenever any more obstacles do come your way. You're being right so far, Evidence is in your favour now. Even if it means that that obstacle that comes your way is being sucked in from the supplement store owner and ending up, ending up thinking that you know purchasing all these supplements is going to result in you making great progress, and then realising that that is absolutely not the case, you know you'll be right. I learned a valuable lesson there. I stop wasting my money at supplement stores, or should I say, at that time I was actually my mom's credit card that was helping me out there. Um, but don't worry. I actually got sucked in time and time again to the supplement side of things and probably a good one that I'll cover in future. The bullshits of the supplement industry supplements you should probably consider and secret it's likely not going to be many of the supplements you get in bodybuilding magazines. It's actually going to be more so ones that you see in like the chemist warehouse. A section of the newspaper <laughs> keeping it simple focusing on the things that provide the most value and are going to save you the most money is always the way to go so this is something that this point here is is also something i think about when whenever shit's hitting the fan i almost like sense comfort in that because i know there's going to be a big life lesson in that now don't get me wrong shit still sucks and it hurts and I've been very, very open sharing my, my story and and mentioning like my time struggling with, with insecurity, time struggling with my self image, time struggling to fit in and leading me down the wrong path. And, you know, later on, you know, being kicked out of two schools having no direction in my life, you know, potentially going to end up in a juvenile detention at 14 years old. And then, Later on, having no sense of direction in my work, having an identity crisis when, you know, the gyms were removed in the lockdown of 2022 and then having to speak to a psychologist for a duration of time, which is something I still highly recommend and, you know, something that i always encourage. And, you know, if you feel like you would like to speak to a psychologist, you're curious about it, please do so you know, there's plenty of different health health practitioners that you can speak to that will help you. And it's literally just having a conversation. And I think the stigma should absolutely be removed from that. So where was I going with that? So evidence is in your favor. And if I can reflect on a big bunch of evidence I've gathered over the years, oftentimes, more often than not, the worst things that have ever happened to me at the time ends up being the best things that ever happened to me. And whether or not that's true, I really, really do believe it is. But whether or not it's true or not, I find that allows a lot more peace of mind when shit is going wrong. And that's life. You know, this is something that I notice a lot when someone's potentially starting on a new exciting journey, which is awesome. It's super exciting, a new journey, doing something new. And they've got all the high hopes in the world but they haven't experienced a setback before. And this is something that, um, you know, clients I'm sure probably find a little bit strange. And I have it a lot where a client will message me and the message will start off like, hey, Rick, I'm so sorry, man. And, you know, I, I think like, shit, like something's gone wrong here. I get really worried and I'm just like, okay, you know, all right, what am I about to hear here? it'll be like, I realized I've been taking 10 grams of creatine instead of five grams of creatine. And, you know, and then it's like, okay, cool. So like, that is not a major obstacle. That's not been potentially in the client's eyes. And that's something that, you know, often things seem a lot worse. But then once we've gone through the experiences of, you know, all the craziness that can come with, doing everything wrong with your training and nutrition and supplementation like I have, you sort of learn to weather the storms a lot more. And I also have this where a client might message me and be, you know, super upset about something that that's gone wrong. And oftentimes it's an obstacle that they've faced and they might not be happy about it, but I often celebrate with them. And I say it's a good thing, and I encourage you to do the same. Face like view these obstacles as awesome experiences. It's like sweet. I'm gonna learn something new from this. This isn't something that you know. If if things are all smooth sailing, what do you learn? You know, it's cool, whatever. Like it feels great. You know, shit's fun. It's it's easy. But like we know, well, hopefully from this podcast, short term easy. You know, long term hard if we're constantly comfortable are we really going to achieve you know great things out of our life so you'll be right mate long story short that's one that i hope is a is a good one to take away so i'll go through all six of the points now and then one thing i really hope is that at least one of them sticks out to you whether it's tomorrow while it's fresh in your mind or today even if there is just one moment where one of these sticks out and you could flip it on its head via these mindset tips, I'll be super bummed with that. And I'll be grateful that I didn't, you know, let this podcast wait until Monday and I'll do it while I'm super tired and, you know, had everything going against me and we're here for round two. So number one, you can't always control what happens to you, but you can control how you feel about it and you can control how you feel, what you do about it. Number two, I have to mindset versus I get to mindset. Number three, reflecting on the bigger picture, is this moving you closer or further from where you want to be? Number four, short term, easy, long term, hard, short term, hard, long term, easy. Number five, set big goals, but focus more on what's just outside of your comfort zone. And number six, you'll be right, mate. AKA every obstacle is a new an opportunity to learn and grow. You've overcome every challenge you face so far. Evidence is in your favor. So I just want to thank you very much for tuning into today's podcast. Now I'm very grateful now being six episodes in, had everything going against me getting this one out there. I even put up a poll to see because I, th- I thought it was a sign that, um, you know, because the podcast didn't go to plan yesterday, I thought potentially this might not be a good one. Now I could still be wrong here. So if it flops, please let me know. If there's any feedback, as always, please let me know if there's things that I can improve. So I'm very grateful for you tuning in as always. And one of the topics that I think I'll cover next week will be on the topic of fasting. But as always, if there is anything you'd like me to cover, please just let me know and I'll speak to you very soon. Thank you.